0: No. Not really.
1: Oh, okay. Great story. <laughs> I'm ready whenever you are.
0: Well, I'm. Di- did you do a bra check? Yeah. Why don't or you
1: we... tell us about Garth Bleeping Brooks? <laughs> oh, Friday stuff. night. That's... You guys should have been oh, there. That was oh, fun. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. This is Garage Logic Podcast uh, number 152, brought to you by Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. This is May 6, 2019, and uh, uh, courtesy of Aquaside, you're going to keep your beach. Free of weeds all summer. It was 89 degrees on this day in downtown Garage Logic in 2000 and 27 degrees. Boy, that was a chilly day for the uh, Fighting Wrenches to have a home baseball game in 1989.
2: Um, aren't you forgetting uh, ice off dates? We're That's... done with them. <laughs> really? Are you... Yeah. Just doesn't I told feel,
0: you I told you Thursday we were wrapping it up. What about lilacs blooming? I have can a we, picture. Can we do lilacs <laughs> I'm blooming? I to show you.
2: Okay, I'll start, start and then the thing we'll go. and okay. I'm going to show
0: you. And now. He's already from getting the up and walking office, out. Right. Above the boat it's a house, new record. Open the the sliding glass door. Lake. It's garage logic. With Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor. Joe Souchere.
1: And I'm glad he is out of the room because that gives me an opportunity to take over and run this podcast the way it should be run. No, I'm just kidding. What I wanted to say, though, uh, before Joe straps his headphones back on, is we're welcoming a brand new sponsor today, DK Mags out of New Brighton. I uh, discovered DK Mags. A few years ago, I think it's four years ago, I discovered them after getting very frustrated with other shops around town. And I discovered the gun shop of my dreams, and I'm proud to be representing them uh, for at least this what summer. What separates anyway. them, Kenny, uh, for the, guys like you? Without a question, the best customer service I have ever received. No attitude. They treat absolutely everybody that walks in, in the door Equal. And that means if you've never even touched a firearm or if you've been dealing with firearms... For the last 60 years, you get treated with love and respect, cool. and that means nice. a lot Plus, and then to today, do
0: they get an ad, or is that it?
1: And Yeah, no, the ad starts uh, today, yeah. later on. Yeah, I just so, wanted to... because well, uh, they've
0: already gotten, you know,
1: 22 uh, minutes here. I just, I just wanted to <laughs> welcome them. And you know what? <laughs> they actually called some other sponsors who were on with us to yeah. see what they
0: thought. Well, we're, we're going to welcome Sodi Cigar Store today, too. Are oh, oh, you kidding later? me? No. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, now, uh, to replace uh, Mr. Smart Boy... Yeah. Give me a lot of grief about the ice out days. Yeah, yes, yes, rightly so. How about a daily budding update on my lilacs? Oh my eyelids? God! Oh my huh? God. Where can I go? That's what Here, I'm. That's where are what are you, I'm Bobby Jensen? Over. Here's April 27th. You know, you got to uh, enlarge it. See that? Is that at your house? Yeah. See, there's Set April 27th. Belt.
1: So they're budding already. When? Oh, yeah. When do they bloom?
0: Uh, it will be May 24th or 25th, based on All my right. uh, knowledge of uh, severe climate change. If you plan on doing this each and every day, you can
2: plan on me visiting, and I'm going to take a leak hey, on your uh, hey, lilac. Portion. Should we
0: tweet out the picture every day of the, I, of the oh budding? Yes. Fellas, what yes. do yes. you have
1: on your phones? I know if we look what at my phone, uh, you'll see pictures of a barn, a uh, shop, tools, food, for uh, me. venison, uh, manly pursuits, yes. tractors, yeah, motorcycles. I got, the, I got
2: the budding going on.
1: Here. He's got lilacs. Yeah.
2: Yeah, way to go, Ace. This has been your Garage Logic Lilac update. Masculine update.
3: John, I bet if you actually owned a phone, it'd be full of guitar porn. I have my phone, but it's in my car. But uh, my wife says I have a lot of pictures of beer. We need to... uh, (laughs) Guilty.
0: Guilty. We need to uh, clear up two matters of old business. You'll recall last Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday, we learned that uh, both the mayor of Minneapolis and the uh, head of the Park Board are uh, essentially ignoring the Court of Appeals, and they'll always refer to Lake Harriet as Bide Makaska. And as it's been pointed out to me, you know, these disregarding of rules is not exclusive to the Mysterians. We have a guy in the office of the president who occasionally ignores a rule or two. Maybe, huh? maybe. Huh? maybe. Huh? But my point is, uh, you'll recall that uh, uh, Brad Bourne, the head of the Park Board, he said, the most beautiful lake in Minneapolis has been called Maka Ska for generations before white settlers stole it from the Dakota. It will continue to be Maka Ska for generations to come. I take heart in the fact that every democratically elected body and the commissioner of the DNR has supported the name restoration. While it saddens me that 318 property owners, and he places quotation mark quotation marks around the word owners, on stolen Dakota land around Bidet Makaska, calling themselves Save Lake Calhoun, have prevailed at this stage. I know that we're standing on the right side of history and that it's arc bends towards justice. In the meantime, as president of the Minneapolis Park and Rec Board, I have no intention of spending any public resources honoring Vice President John C. Calhoun's blood-soaked legacy of systemic violence against all our communities. So that that's born, who is essentially essentially disqualifying 318 homeowners around Lake Calhoun because he believes they live on stolen land and that they're merely some sort of uh, peculiar carpetbagger in his mind. (laughs) Okay, uh, let's see. So who did the work? Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey, of course. A couple of emailers did the work. There is a small group of nine homes located on a block on the west side of Lake Calhoun that are located between the Minnicotta Golf Club and the Baca Museum on West Calhoun Parkway. They have a direct view of the lake, and due to the fact that they're in a row on the same roadway, they were easier to look up. Keep in mind that there are several more expensive homes in the immediate area that do not even have a view of the lake. The property taxes on those nine homes with direct views of the lake as follows. Uh, $13,587, $13,752, 18811 21246 28752 $33,065, $34,108, and $34,604, and wow. a house with a property tax up $55,925. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And as Kelsey notes, and for that they get to put up with an obscene amount of traffic ruining their view of the lake. These Property owners, he puts quotation marks around it, who are living on blood soaked land get the privilege of watching hundreds of thousands of people walk, run, and drive around the lake each year, many of whom pay no taxes at all in the city of Minneapolis. Yeah. Then I got another one from. uh, Wow, that was well written. uh, uh, Marshall, who writes uh, Your conversation about the name change of Lake Calhoun and the parks administrator and others who should all be fired, in my opinion, made comments to the effect. Uh, that those landowners, as if the act of being a landowner is somehow a crime and those who live on the lake are somehow directly connected to slave ownership and that they aren't as enlightened as I am. The I am part being the park administration because he's way smarter than you and is going to disobey the law, disobey the law if the sign is changed back no matter what. I'd go so far as to say that he'd be the one who would damage the signs if they were changed back to Lake Calhoun. Uh, that conversation also included a comment by Kenny about how you— about do you know how much they pay in property taxes? That got me thinking, so I looked it up. So did Kelsey. The numbers I'm going to give you only include those properties that touch any road directly in contact with the lake. Because you'll picture Lake Calhoun in your mind. Yeah, there's really uh, no homes along uh, the no. east shore, the south shore, or the north shore. It's right, only on right. the west shore. Right. Uh, so I looked well, it up. Well, well s- the south around Thomas Beach. Yeah. Uh, The numbers I'm going to give you only include those properties that touch any road directly in contact with the lake. Lake Calhoun Parkway and a small section of Lake Street. There really isn't any lakefront property on the lake, so I only looked up those properties that abutted the lakeshore roads. Total numbers of properties counted, 120 properties, including individual condos. Total amount of tax paid by those 120 properties, $6,078,024. That doesn't sound too bad until you look at the average per address. The average tax paid uh, by address is $50,650. The highest property tax paid by a single address is an apartment building on Lake Street. Their annual property tax is $1,676,640. The lowest property tax... Paid is by a meditation center on the East Lake Parkway of a total tax of 411 bucks, Which uh, the guy uh, that
2: owns the apartment complex visits the meditation almost every day.
0: <laughs> uh, Marshall concludes, maybe the park administrator should be more concerned about everyone paying their fair share rather than the name of the lake. Yeah, how did a meditation center get away with a... Property tax bill of 411. But here is the uh, park board president of the city of Minneapolis ridiculing homeowners as though home ownership is something to be scored. You know, They're so paying your freight, pal. Something I
1: wish I would have uh, realized and said on Wednesday when we were having this discussion. We're all living on stolen Native American land. Every was, single so is born. Of All of us. So
0: is the park so board he. president. Yeah. All of this land from uh, sea to sea. Uh, one more on this, uh, Chris uh, a Geller in Iowa, Chris Witt, while well, listening to the May 1 podcast with a discussion regarding renaming Lake Calhoun, Brad Bourne was quoted in regard to property ownership, with property noted in parentheses implying that ownership transfer was not legitimate. So if we don't own the property, the government can't charge us tax on the property, right? I'm waiting for my refund. It's <laughs> well, a great point. It's a great point.
1: I don't know uh, when, in fact, the land around uh, Calhoun was purchased. I do know that the um, Fort Snelling was purchased from the Native Americans by uh, Zebulon Pike. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was a legit, le, legitimate sale or not, but I know that's when that transfer happened.
0: I'll be among those riding around Lake Calhoun on my electric bike that I'm going to get from EcoFun. Listen to this from You're Jim. You're not joking. You're going to get oh, one. I know. Just, uh, uh, Jim uh, Bakken writes, just listen to a 430 podcast. I have had a pedal assist bike for two years. It is one of my best purchases. I always pedal even though you don't have to, but when the assist mo- mode is on, hills are so much better. Get one. And I am at EcoFun in Forest Lake. These special Specialize in quality scooters, mopeds, youth ATVs, electric bikes, youth snowmobiles, ATVs, side by sides. But what has captured my fan, uh, fancy at uh, EcoFund are the Bintelli e bikes. They are so ripped with technology and gadgetry that they, uh, they earn a rightful place next to cylinders in the garage. That's how imam- good they are.
2: I can imagine those knees feel pretty good when they don't have to pedal up a hill.
0: Huh? Plus, they also sell a full line of Yamahas. So, I mean, it's, uh, there's a lot of internal combustion engine going on at EcoFun. But these e-bikes are incredible. A lot of fun to ride. They're lightweight, durable, comfortable. You get a 20-mile range. The more you pedal, the more you extend that range. So I'll be able to go around, from my house, I'll, I can easily go around Lake Calhoun and back. Will they be able
4: to to uh, have the little holder for your plastic bags when you go on your run to drop them off yeah. at the...
0: Well, yeah, I can do that. Sure, I did that. that. I did that this weekend. Uh, no whale is going to die on my watch. Right. So right. I'll, I'll, have I'll have a little pack. I'll have a little pack on my Bentelli Bentelli e-bike. There's no other store in Minnesota that offers the on-floor display of electric bikes the way Ecofund does. It's right in downtown Forest Lake. It is a wonderful, wonderful operation, family business, and uh, I'm getting. I'm, I'm just. I'll probably see. Uh, I'll probably see the gang sometime this week. We're headed up that way towards the end of the week to Grunhofer. So uh, I have an electric bike in my future from EcoFun. I have... uh you I've got a great
1: idea for us uh, with these bicycles. You have to borrow some for the rest of the crew, Such, yep. Let's shoot a monkeys-style video. Remember okay. the show, yeah. The Monkeys? You're yeah. yeah. uh, always doing something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we should shoot our <laughs> own video. Yeah.
0: Yes.
2: Doing it faster like <laughs> Benny Hill.
0: <laughs> now re- uh, re- returning to uh, clearing up uh, old business. You check that one off there? Got it, Rook. Yep. Don't worry. Don't tell me what to do. You're not the boss. Right, no, I'm just looking at your post. No,
2: you got that one is done. Okay.
0: We uh, really relieved a lot of GLers who were quite seriously worried about us when we amended the uh, the opener. I'll uh, say. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, here's Rick Anderson uh, in Forest Lake. The discussion on the garage door opener has me wondering. The fishing opener is the date you can legally fish in Spoon Lake. If you fish before the opener, you face fines and possible confiscation of your rod, tackle, and boat. I have an unheated garage, and the months of cold winter weather take its toll on my ability to tinker out there. The anticipation builds for the lack of garage time, and Mother Nature has a way of teasing me out there only to retreat due to the cold. With the temps in the 40s and 50s, I have been working and tinkering in my garage in a couple of days. Dare I say it, I have fully opened the garage door to clear the air and enjoy the breeze. Have I been violating the garage door opener rules of Gumption County? Am I risking sanctions? A ruling or clarification would help me sleep better and open my garage door without looking for enforcement officers. I'll be at Grunhofer's for the celebration. Even if it's not 70, we can hoist one to garage door openings whenever they happen. Up. Yep. Uh, you know who this is? This is uh, this is the uh, uh, father of Ava, who uh, has been touched by cystic fibrosis, and she's doing great right now in school. Love to hear that. Yeah. Say, uh, well, then, he hasn't violated any. No, of no. The ruling is uh, you get to open your door anytime you want. It's the it's the Gumption County holiday when we do it together. Mm-hmm. The official opener. Yeah. Uh, Downing, a frequent contributor, I'm glad you came to your senses. Declaring an opener before the fact, and regardless of whether the temperature will actually hit 70, was perhaps the most euphorian thing you have ever done. <laughs> it was akin to declaring everybody gets a trophy before the game even starts. Yep. Joe, you lost <laughs> sight of the fact that the tradition of the opener is more important than the opener itself. You wow.
3: know, I, I listened to that show Thursday because I was not able to be here Thursday. <laughs> right. And after I listened to you, I thought, well, that was such an easy problem to solve. How come we all just we didn't, didn't get think about that it, on Wednesday? We? No. <laughs> that happens on occasion, John.
1: <laughs> oh, Brad Smith.
3: Oh,
0: wait a
1: minute. I, I missed that. I thought you were going to be on vacation on Thursday.
0: No. What, I'm, I'm which, gone Friday, May 17th. Yeah. So fearing, I don't want to go through this again. No, we better, just in case. Just so fearing, in fearing we would miss the opener, uh, we declared an opener for May 10th. Oh, I thought we did that on the on we we did
3: on Wednesday we did that on Wednesday but it
0: but we we violated the constitution of gumption County <laughs> and Joe, Joe got a bunch
3: of feedback and
0: about uh, and that. the responses were overwhelming as you can now see so then on Thursday taking the advice of my constituents right we <laughs> said no we'll be at Grohoefer for to do the podcast this Friday but that's 10th. not that might not be the opener if it's the opener great if it isn't that's not the opener. But we're still going to be at. But we're still going regardless. out there for a show
1: on Friday. I think we have an issue far bigger than this, oh. far oh bigger God, than anything this? like this. What is this a democracy or a dictatorship?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, the constitutional republic, and the voters have spoken. They've alerted me to the fact that I was not that I could not wait, dictatorially wait. change the law.
1: You're going nuts here. Let and me so finish. I am.
0: He's nuts already.
1: <laughs> I think of you as a charming, fun, friendly dictator. This awesome. is your deal. Yeah. Um, I'm latched on, and uh, so far I've agreed with almost everything. God help me. Brad Smith writes, <laughs> everything. Well, you, don't you see what I mean? Whatever you say is going to be fine. Thank you for
0: season reason regarding the garage door opener. I was wondering if we were going to have to start referring to you as Joe Occasional Cortex. Oh, see, he was pretty upset. He was. Uh, this is uh, Charles Mantufel from River Falls, Wisconsin, writing to you again from Phan Thiet, Vietnam. I think that proof of your overall attitude improving can be seen by your reaction to the excellent email from Thief River Falls about the opener. It takes a real man, Kenny, and a leader to admit when he was wrong and to listen to his loyal constituents. Okay, wow. okay. I right. couldn't agree with your ruling more. Being 12 hours in the future here hopefully gives you plenty of time to read this. When I am here, you say we have many listeners from all over the world. It makes me smile while enjoying a Bia Sagan lager, especially because I am pretty sure I'm the only GLer in Vietnam. Keep pushing back. All right. What about Spoon Lake? It was who what about is,
1: Who is Spoon? I mean, did he? Uh, He's a Native American chief. Oh. That like to hug. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, we don't fi- have to change the name of that. And name.
0: finally, uh, Tyler Morehouse in Morehead writes: "I'm glad you came to your senses. I was pleased to hear that many emailed in distress." Uh, as I was also in distress. Rattled by the initial call, I was mentioning it to my wife last night and wondering where does GL go from here if that's what's really happening. So it's fun to have them work out for a show on the road at a nice establishment like Grunhoffers. but if it does not work, tough nuggets. The (laughs) opener should only occur when all the proper elements are present. Thank you for doing the right thing. Hurrumph, GL, Tyler (laughs) Morehouse in Moorhead. Something must be done okay, about this. Okay, now we can we can uh, take a break and come back and get to today's new business. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Sucherey. Hey, chuckleheads, don't forget Mother's Day's coming up this weekend. <laughs> huh? yeah. Get to Molers. I just got a note from Richard Sternquist who says, I work for one of the two remaining businesses that still exist in St. Paul. Recently, I won an award in the form of a watch. It was a bit too big, so of course, I contacted RF Moller to get it sized. In an email to RF, I mentioned I was a GLer. I was told there would be no charge for this service as long as I referred a friend. Cool. I want to do my part to refer everyone. What a friendly and welcoming staff on a side. Side note, there was a fellow garage logician there getting his battery replaced that mentioned the podcast. We both laughed because neither of us brought a key fob for battery replacement. Uh, The service at Molar's is unparalleled. They've been in business for 68 years. They have six goldsmiths. They repair and restore heirlooms. Your jewelry never leaves the store. But what an array of gifts for Mother's Day. And Mother's Day is this Sunday. Uh, If you need any help trying to pick something out, this is a staff of experts. They're, they're, uh, in fact, in if you do mention you heard this on a GL podcast, they'll replace your watch battery at no charge while you're shopping for mom or your daughter or whoever you got a mother in your family. She's not my, no, not my she mother. She ain't my mother. <laughs> RF Moller Jeweler, 50th in France, in Edina, Ford in Cleveland, in St. Paul. That's where it all began 68 years ago. And Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis are online at rfmoller.com, your Mother's Day shopping headquarters. So not floor mats, go to Moller, But they were really nice floor mats. I no, but but I do, know, they're they're the stuff
2: do. you do to get yourself into trouble is just
0: unbelievable. <laughs> they were weather tech. They were great. Uh, I took them out of the car yesterday and cleaned them. <laughs>
3: Here you go. <laughs> and was that her gift for this year?
0: <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on
3: giving. Uh, I cleaned them. S- I'm sorry to report that's become a running joke with my wife and I. Oh. I'll never buy you floor mats for well, they nice floor mats. Use the
4: mayor as get out of yeah, jail free. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> uh
0: Critics are complaining that Trump is going to give Tiger Woods the Medal of Freedom, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And I, I heard some of this driving in today on CNN, and the uh, there was somebody on defending uh, Woods and saying he's done great work and great charitable work, and uh, look at the le- lived about three lifetimes in one life, and he's had this miraculous comeback. And but the host, some female host, uh, was uh, uh, trying to point out that yeah, but you know. There are a lot of black athletes that won't go to the White House, you know, like Stephon Curry, and, and, and she was
3: she was really searching for a way to rip Trump. Uh,
0: there's a lot of reasons to go after him, isn't there?
3: There are a lot of reasons. I, people, I, GLers let me know all the time, I'm probably not a big Trump fan, and, yeah. and there's a lot of reasons to go after him, but this is not one of them. I mean, I'll on. continue to send
4: you those emails,
3: John. Yeah, <laughs> okay. thanks, Rob. Jay Height <laughs> at GarageLogic.com. Oh, oh,
0: oh. I mean, there's a simple litmus <laughs> test here. After that comeback and that Masters victory, I mean, this guy's been down in the dumps. There's a mugshot of him. He's stoned oh. out of his mind. did mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> the Bejesus yeah. belt. <laughs> who is in line
2: to receive this award? What um,
0: What do you have to do? I think, it think it's up to a president. Uh, I mean, you know. Well, who are some of the past recipients? Uh, Michael Jordan got one. Uh, Oprah Winfrey has one. Uh, well, look it up look yeah, up the they, rules, Rook. They uh, give a batch every year. Presidential Medal of Freedom. But here's the litmus test. What about test? my
1: electrician? He, he no, does a hell of a good job. But
0: here, here's the litmus <laughs> test. Is, does anyone in this room believe that Obama would not have given Tiger the presidential medal? He absolutely medal? would have done yeah. it. He would have. Which is, which is fine. I'm not- and and the, the, the tipping point for this was the master's victory. Absolutely. To be, it was so unlikely and so uh, miraculous that it was wonderful. Can you
4: imagine if Uncle Joe gets elected mm-hmm. all the nuzzling he's going to do when he gives out oh, that medal man, of freedom that can be full-time nuzzling <laughs> he's gonna full he's gonna nuzzling. go in
0: <laughs> uh the all presidential right. medal of freedom is an award bestowed by the president and uh and i guess you can just give it to whoever you want to give it to. i have a list of uh, who president obama gave it to okay who kareem
1: abdul jabbar right. eloise cobel
0: mm-hmm. ellen degeneres For what? I mean, you could. I mean, I I get it, but so why is people bitching about Tiger
1: Woods? Robert De Niro, Mm -hmm. Richard Garwin, Bill and Melinda Gates, Mm -hmm. Frank Gehry, the architect, Margaret Hamilton, Tom Hanks, Grace Hopper, Michael Jordan, Maya Lin, Lorne Michaels. What the what? Really? (laughs) Newt Minow. Who is that? Uh, uh, Lorne Michaels. um, Eduardo Pedrone, Robert Redford, Diana Ross, Vin Scully, Bruce Springsteen, Cicely Tyson. Okay, but
0: the critics of, of this award are saying that, that you know Trump is uh, only doing this because uh, it will uh, somehow he can he can do this with political expediency because uh, Woods happens to get along with Trump. So I guess the critics would have had Trump give the Medal of Freedom to somebody who was a fierce Trump critic. But we are at a point in this presidency, and we've brought this up a million times, there's
4: quite literally nothing he could do that he isn't going to spark outrage. Right? There's, There's just nothing.
2: And especially meritorious contribution to the security or national interests of the United States, world peace, cultural, or other significant public or private endeavors.
0: Well, you'd have to go with cultural, wouldn't you? He's uh, yeah. reimagined so. the game of golf. Mm-hmm.
4: But you know the thought that I had when I started to see all of the criticism about this? When and if, I mean, if and when, excuse me, he does go back to, to public life, Trump I'm talking about. Yeah. He's not going to be able to, th- this isn't going to escape him. What is it? All the criticism from from the left and everybody out there that, that purely
0: hates him. Well, once he goes back to private life, though, what... What's to be gained by continuing to worry about him? Well, what's to be gained from worrying about him now? Well, because he is believed to be hiding something. <laughs> okay, but but
4: I, my, I guess my point—I'd is... I'd like to know what it is. This is going to follow you know, him. <laughs> this is going to follow him when he
0: returns to private mm-hmm. life. You know what I think hmm. uh, regarding the taxes? I, I think he's got maybe a third of the money he claims to have. Uh, that's that's. I, I don't think he. I think that's what you'd find out. He's, but he's, a, a, he's, he's he's been running a shell game his whole yeah, life a
2: financial house of cards yeah. is I think what he's hiding I base that on nothing but if you have it you would say look at it, I got four billion dollars like the, the I
1: question our need to know I don't think any of us need to know any of that my life would not For change all if all I didn't politicians, know. I, I don't need to know that as long as the IRS is okay with you yeah fine
2: now I do think the mayor of garage logic should always uh, present his tax returns mm-hmm. to the especially the his wealthy wife. Oh yeah, wealthy wife. Oh, independently, independently <laughs> wealthy, <laughs> wealthy <laughs> wife. <Dependently laughs> wealthy.
4: Except me, Joe. I don't want to know. Good, I'm not. Yeah, not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm tell not it's not <laughs> a Cutter. I, but then, ahead. okay. But then, why does he donate the salary then if he doesn't have the money you speak of?
2: Uh, that uh, is also
0: for show. Yeah, I think that's just a theatrical. Four hundred grand is nothing. To no, sniff I understand. At. I understand. Uh. Uh. I just, I just think that I can't find any, I can't find a lot of fault. I mean, you could, you could go after Tiger's uh, uh, moral and ethical haziness uh, when it comes to women, uh, but he, he has gone a long way in redeeming himself in that regard, hasn't he? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. With the, with the relationships he has with his kids, and, and uh, you, you could certainly make the argument that he hasn't been a. Uh, he hasn't been a role model for a moral behavior. Agreed. Uh, but uh but he 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 is he's he was up. Then he then was t- way down yep. and then up again. And that's that's really rare and he's had a tremendous impact, I think, on American culture. However and, um, that, and there are people that say, well, all Trump is is a phony rich guy who wants to only rich people to play golf and join country clubs. Well, then how did Tiger exist? He wasn't a rich kid who played in a country club. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: Well, and I think uh, the amount of people that could have come out that have worked for Donald Trump or ex-wives that would say he's a, a financial house of cards. So maybe that goes against my argument. Wouldn't somebody
1: have leaked it that he is, Man- is Matthew, false? Mind your own business. <laughs> None of your business. I isn't, don't care. Isn't,
3: isn't Cohen going to have a hell of a book coming out in three hours? No, he, yeah. yeah, he'll uh, he's, he's he's going into jail talking. Today, yep. right? Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. What if Trump did this, awarded Tiger the Presidential Medal, Medal of Freedom to get the number from the Denny's gal? Was it Denny's? It could what, be. What was the restaurant? I hop, I I I hop, hop den- yeah. could be. What if could that's be. his motive yeah. here? Could be. And a couple
3: of good leads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did just see, I guess. And this would make me question it, even though I still think it would be stupid to criticize it. Woods apparently is a business partner with the Trump Organization. Yeah, but I haven't
0: been able to establish how. I can't find it, it. Is either. it a golf course? I can't imagine uh, that they own a golf course together. Uh, I don't and know. And it doesn't say, yeah. Maybe it's just on the board. Tiger Woods has started schools around the country. Uh-huh. You know, I mean,
4: he's... How he... does this benefit uh Woods. It doesn't, does it? Well,
2: what getting the medal? Yeah. or it yeah, will from a, that,
4: you know what Kenny, it will for my bet from a sponsorship
0: standpoint cuz he lost a lot well, of sponsors. Well, it, it continues to legitimize mm, yeah. his his ascendancy, yeah. the rising from the ashes.
2: Sponsors know. that we're willing to accept here at the Garage <laughs> Logic
0: podcast. So well, you saying... never abandoned him. That's true, right. Nike didn't. Right. Right. Oh, but no. but a lot did.
4: Yeah. When he went through his transgressions.
0: I mean when he lost his teeth to the wedge shot from yeah. the, from the wife. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What, Why do you think that, those teeth look so good? They're only looked, about 10 years old. That rough patch. <laughs> that was a little rough patch there. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we take a break and come back with Johnny Height's news?
1: A beautiful lawn is just a click away at ProfessionalTurf.com. Actually, the best lawn you'll ever see is guaranteed by clicking ProfessionalTurf.com. And the way it goes down is really so simple. Click that link, schedule a free lawn care estimate, have a seasoned pro, a pro-turf pro, stop by that estate and set up a three- to five-step fertilizer and weed-killing program that will have your lawn looking luscious and luxurious from now until late fall. Click on Professionalturf.com.
0: The Earth is not your mother. Nobody, boo, you the Joe Souchere Show.
1: People's
5: eyes.
4: You mean Johnny Heights News is brought to you to to by who, Kenny? Professionalturf.com. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. Joe. You're a uh, microphones officer. A, uh... So I was letting Johnny Holm
3: go a little longer there with the tune. Hey, the, the best introduction that my news ever. <laughs>
0: Nobody was ready. I was actually writing another pro turf spot during this.
3: break. Here is, uh, is Johnny. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Uh, Kenny, before I get to the news, uh, you, you were wondering about Minneapolis-St. Paul, how uh, that land came to be acquired. Yeah, I know they his.
1: sent Zebulon Pike up here, and I know he negotiated for Fort Snelling. I don't know how much acreage that in here. Here's
3: what compost. happened. 100,000 acres oh. in 1805 of land at the confluence of the Mississippi and Minnesota Rivers. U.S. Army Lieutenant Zebulon Pike negotiated the agreement so the U.S. government could build a military fort. Of the seven Indian leaders present at the negotiations, only two of those signed the treaty. Uh, here's where it gets a little dicey. Pike valued the land at $200,000, but no specific dollar amount was written into the treaty. At the signing... He gave the Indian leaders gifts whose total value was $200. Wow. The U.S. Senate approved the treaty, agreeing to pay only $2,000 for the land. Uh, the Indians who signed the treaties did not read English. You know who read it for? Them? Interpreters who were paid by the U.S. government. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that this was a straight deal. I don't think it was. Oh, and either.
1: this is what happened all across the country. Oh yeah, 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 every single land deal ended up like this.
0: Here, take uh, this shiny uh, object and give yeah, me that four hundred dollars.
1: That's I mean to dumb it down. That's what happened. Right,
4: yeah. yeah. So and, it's like when I tell my kid, "I'll give you two quarters <laughs> for that dollar
3: bill." <laughs> yeah. That deal. Two yeah. for one. Shiny. Uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul uh, are both located on land that was part of that agreement. You know, we had a pretty
0: big uh, Easter egg hunt on Easter Sunday for the kids. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if this speaks well of me, but uh, (laughs) Uh a number of the eggs had $5 bills in them. uh, Boy, we're coming over next year. So I watched uh, watched, uh, as invariably these kids didn't pay a great deal of attention to the money. I pretty much got it all back in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not saying it's one of my oh. proudest moments, but you know, I didn't hear anybody wondering where their money went. Right, oh. right, you know. You know. What it's, were they worried they, about they, jelly beans and, and stickers? You know, and it's easy when they're three or four. It's, right. it's How not, many did
1: find actual m- m- money?
0: Well, there was money in every egg. Okay. I got a
1: couple of
2: red jelly beans for that piece
0: of paper. But you then got they here. would set down the money to go look for another egg, and I come oh, along. Go, I got you. Right in the old so it's the
1: equivalent of tying like
3: a fishing line to a dollar yeah, bill yeah. and oh. just pulling it down the street. Yeah. <laughs> Did they? Uh, after you stuck them in your pocket, did they stay there? They didn't end up, you know. Oh, I had
0: to. I, you know. I had to buy some gas
3: or something. Papa Joe to, makes them yeah. proud again. Didn't I, didn't, got to run to the,
0: the store. Him. Right.
3: Didn't drop them anyway. Well,
0: let that be a lesson to him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, Minnesota so far, according to the Star Tribune, has escaped the measles infections at a time when the country has seen more than 700 cases, the biggest number in the past 25 years. But health officials say they know the seeds of an outbreak could be just a plane ride away. The disease is resurgent globally, and travelers from other countries have sparked 13 outbreaks and a scattering of isolated cases across 22 states. Measles declared eliminated in the United States in 2000 by the Pan American Health Organization, meaning that an outbreak can't start until an infected person imports the virus and spreads it to those who lack immunity. That is what happened here in 2017 when a measles outbreak sickened 75, including many in the Somali-American community, where just 40% of young kids had received the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine. Although a lot of parents chose to get the shot for their kids during the outbreak, recent tracking indicates measles vaccination rates have dropped to pre-outbreak levels for kids aged 24 to 36 months. Among Somali-Americans. Yes,
4: you. At the risk of uh, upsetting a lot of GLers like I did last week or two weeks ago with the post I made jokingly on Facebook. (laughs) I do have a question because the way I understand it is if your kid has received the vaccination, they're they're not a candidate to get the measles if it's brought back to this country. That is correct. But I thought that kids younger than the age of whatever it is, even though they have been vaccinated, aren't necessarily out of the clear.
0: I don't know. Okay. No, I have no idea. Right. Do we have an anti-vaccine community here? An anti-vaccine community?
2: Uh, there is a movement, yeah. but I don't know how great that... Move- the, the people that do not vaccinate are, are you're very are strong.
0: They're idiots. They're, they're just,
2: idiots, and they're very strongly so, opposed to it. But what
1: I don't... Oh, go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry. Well, do we re- need to be revaccinated?
2: I don't know if we need booster shots, but mo- all of us probably got measles shots, and then you got chicken pox. What I about just, you,
1: sh- sh- Swine uh, flu? Joe, you going in?
2: No, I
4: don't. They all it. But to subject your kids to that, I don't. I don't get what, where, where that thinking goes. If can, you're, can, can you die from it? From measles? Yeah. I would there imagine is a so. very
2: small. Yeah. Oh, from getting the measles? Yeah.
4: Yes. I don't hmm. know
2: what percentage does, hmm. but you can also. You uh, can vaccin- die from
1: from pneumonia, though.
2: Anti-vaccinators say, um, "I don't want to put that uh, poison or, or in my child." Even though it's enough, where even though it works, your your body overkills it, and then you're you're pretty much done for the.
0: You know, kids who eat dirt are better off. I mean, uh, right. they get build up antibodies and what have you. Where, what an, are we, a bunch of doctors? Let's go with it's the an news unnecessary here. Unnecessary risk. So welcome top. to so, medical corner.
1: Hold on, before we move along, I just want to get this straight. You are pro dirt eating. Oh yeah, go yeah. for it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. dirt won't hurt you. Yeah, dirt road. It's
3: the old Pages dirt road for, for Joe. Yeah.
2: Right. Where's the Ben Casey oh, medical oh, update?
3: Sorry, I stepped on that, Kenny. Yeah, you're the only one Sorry. that got it. <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> lawmaker. I don't think I got it. Over uh, my head. Yeah, that's okay. Minnesota <laughs> lawmaker was arrested for trespassing after he wouldn't leave Regent's Hospital early Saturday morning, according to a police Saint Paul police spokesperson. Officers were called at the Best Western Plus Capitol Ridge at about one in the morning on May fourth. Can't relating, beat it, huh? Relating to an intoxicated male acting disorderly. When officers got there, the male had already been escorted to his room by security, where police went to check on him. When arriving at the room, they identified the man as Minnesota House Representative, 53 year old Matthew John Grossell, a Republican from Clearbrook. Hmm. After identifying the subject, police did not believe Grossell could care for himself in his state. Paramedics were called. <laughs> Putting that in my loose-leaf binder. Right. Look <laughs> at, I never was caught at this hospital wandering around. After being cleared at Regent's Hospital, police say Grassell was argumentative with staff and refused to leave when they asked him to. A police arrested him for trespassing. In a statement, he says, Saturday morning, I received a citation in St. Paul. I apologize to my family, my constituents, my colleagues, and my friends. As a retired deputy sheriff, I will fully cooperate with any next steps. What was the hotel? It was the region's best western plus Capitol Ridge.
2: Second only to the Laquita Inn right outside the state (laughs)
3: fairgrounds where the
1: rock band... So he was DK? He was... uh, He was drunk? Drunk? uh, drunk? Apparently, yeah. What's the K stand for? It's just the police
4: code. Oh, Oh, is that that what it is? is? Okay.
3: Uh, President Trump reversing himself, saying Special Counsel Robert Mueller should not testify now before Congress... The president argued on Twitter that Mueller's report on Russian interference, which found no conspiracy between Moscow and the campaign, but did not exonerate the president on obstruction of justice, was conclusive, and that Congress and the American people didn't need to hear from Mueller. Uh, Last week, of course, Attorney General William P. Barr said he had no objection to Mueller testifying. Meanwhile, President Trump, among uh, many weekend tweets and retweets, retweeted a post from Liberty University President Jerry Falwell Jr. that said Trump's first term should be extended by two years, as payback for the time stolen by a, quote, corrupt failed coon. I, I don't think so. I don't think that no, we'll go.
1: Yeah. Can we back up a second? Sure. Uh, over the weekend, uh, I had three fat tires in a row. Really? Beer. You guys like oh, that? Oh, yeah. New
4: They were a guest in the beer show last Thursday. I was uh, thinking of your truck. I had, uh, <laughs>
1: not fat, not flat, oh. three fat tires oh, yeah. in a row. And when it came time to fix uh, supper that <laughs> night... I did not have the gumption to cook up the can of Chef Boyardee. Oh oh, it it you're going to make me hate So cold. I ate him out of the can oh. cold. Now, I'm oh now now just glad, you Reavers, you're asleep at the uh, switch. I Why have a question for uh, you guys.
4: Oh, where did it go? Here uh. we go, here we go. Hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> here's
0: Kenny with news. From the crampy Coffee Shop. Straight out of
1: the can? <laughs> so you guys know, I, I'm a, I don't drink much. So when I have three beers in a row, I'm bombed off my ass. Oh my gosh. Um, and, <laughs> but and, what would
2: attract you to And ravi- I'm
1: just wondering if not having the gumption to actually cook the can of Chef Boyardee uh, raviolis and eating them raw, does that mean I wasn't able to care for myself? And should I have called the Douglas County Sheriff on my side? No, you don't so. no, care cared yourself. for yourself. Yeah.
4: You just ate it cold. I think you should have uh, then went and stayed at the Best Western Regions yeah, Plus is what right. you should have done. Well, anywhere you lay that your point. head is home.
2: How did you feel after that the next morning? I felt Not
0: fantastic. Fat tire. Are you going to play uh, your guitar? He
4: yeah, I am. You know who was? He he was. Sure. The next day, he was George Brett. Yeah, he was well <laughs> Double-tapered.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm going to... You know what? I got all yeah, If you don't get stories. that reference, just Google it.
0: <laughs> just Google it.
3: Because
0: <laughs> I got a, some guitar I
3: want you to hear. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Right. I don't want to embarrass you. No, well, I'll, you know what? I'll I'll skip a few stories here. Yeah, you play first, and then we're going to hear my guy. Let me tell you. Uh, Although f- you're my guy. Let me tell you first that uh, there's some uh, uh, issues at CBS News. They're making uh, all kinds of shakeups. Jeff Glore, if you ever watch their evening news? Never. Uh, he is out after a massive shakeup. He will no longer be the anchor. Uh, Nora O'Donnell, who's pretty good, she's on the morning show. Will replace Gloria's anchor of CBS Evening News. While Anthony Mason and Tony Dokopil will join Gail King as co-hosts of CBS this morning. John Dickerson, for his part, has been removed from the morning show. He'll now become a reporter for 60 Minutes. Is Gail
2: Uh, King the uh, Oprah friend?
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't follow the. uh, I don't watch the CBS. I don't follow this very well. We're not uh, We're not too far from the State Fair. I, I keep saying that, don't I? But yeah, you're do really this. trying to bug the old mayor with well, that. Well, I'm fine. They I'm announced fine. some Probably more okay. shows for the State yeah. Fair. You want some? Yeah. Who's going to be there? Yeah. Let's start with this. Are yeah. wow. you how? Yeah. And I know all the early stuff, so I'm just going to sit and play guitar for about oh. 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: It needs to be way crunchier. I need way you to crunch. crunch. I can't. I need to crunch crunchier it up. Than that. I think that was my first ever backstage appearance. Was at a ZZ Top concert, and I think they were what playing. The I know it was they Target. Cheap it was Target Center, I, if I remember really? right. And we, we hung out paid. with those guys backstage, and, uh, and I believe it was before the show, and uh, I was shocked to learn that they dye their beards. Really? Yeah, and this was back you in can, the 90s. Uh, you
0: can double-check me, uh, but the next time you talk to Tom Jewell, uh, see if he didn't do a boat for one of those easy top guys. He, he's kind of private about that, you know. Jewel will tell you because I'm telling you to. I tell know, him.
1: but how many <laughs> people are downloading this podcast? Uh, and now Tom has to deal with listed. the fallout uh, from you, you telling uh, yeah. everybody What's that he's one? doing Billy G- 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 Gibbons' ball. I think it was uh, Billy. Texas.
0: Yeah.
4: That's What's cool. I
2: didn't know that. That's cool. Dallas, Texas. Oh yeah, that's a great one. We got
0: alerted by an emailer, Jim Wolf. He linked us to audio and video, of a soldier apparently asked by his superiors to play something on his guitar during inspection, and uh, I I don't (laughs) believe it's fake, do you? Uh, Oh, no. In other words, I I don't know if it's a guitar player who put on a a, a soldier suit, uh, but he has the soldier's haircut, and apparently they were doing a barracks check, and his superiors noticed the guitar and said, play something for us. It's a private first class. Yep. This is the soldier. Prince like it's really cool. Jimi Hendrix like Oh my God! He's all, all the
2: way
5: from the bridge.
0: I, am. <laughs> I love it when no one's paying attention. I am I'm
3: paying attention. I no, believe me.
0: Well, Super Meatball over here, or whatever he had. Super Meatball. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've
1: been paying attention, and John and I are over here debating on whether or not we should be truthful about what. Well, it sounds like he learned about half the song.
3: Well, it's not. It's just not my style. I mean, what are you not, talking oh about? God, you guys are ripping of army veteran. I, he's a very playing. good player. It's just not my style. It's like I once had a conversation. You oh guys remember God. Ethan it's the little, Eel? Yeah. It's a little
1: busy. Ethan, and it's yeah. Very active.
3: Ethan the Eel is a big Eddie Van Halen fan. I love Eddie Van Halen. I told him once I don't want to play like that, and he called me a liar. See, and I don't want to play like Eddie Van Halen. I don't want to play like that. It's just not my style. I mean, he's a very good player. And that it was not comparable to Hendrix, You know uh, know what
0: uh, uh, Jordy notes, that Navy sailors aboard the USS Harry Truman were told to clap like they were at a strip club for Mike Pence, and Jordy said, I was told to do that for Johnny Guitar at the fair. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so.
3: Uh, Don't try to put any dollars in my shorts. So right. there
4: you go. So you're on record saying you're against the Army. I didn't say Yeah, I'd that's say, what I heard. All Criticizing all America, our country. Uncle Sam. Oh, the yeah. U.S. of yeah. A. You yeah, guys absolutely. want to hear about
0: the Garth Brooks show on Friday? No. 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 It was fun. You want to hear about Grunhoffers? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, we'll be there Friday. It's the Brat capital I know, of the world. I know. Okay, this guy, Craig Olson, he's sending me PDF files of Brat brackets. Yep. I don't want her to do the work. This well, is for you, you grillers part. to do the work with Grunhofer's Brats. They got 130 of them. He sent it. He's got a great great files uh, developed on how you can have your own brat Brocket. Maybe Bro- I'll sh- What? You yes, should handle it and put them on our website. How's that? That sounds like a really good idea. You know, bacon cheddar up against jalapeno, hot Italian versus uh, Asian sriracha. They got them all at Grunhofer's in Hugo, north end of Hugo, east side of Highway 61 there. Also great uh, jerky and chicken and steaks and bacon and all cut and prepared by professional jerky, meat Jerky, Johnny was there Jerky's, Saturday. Yep, Johnny was there Saturday. I Saturday. A uh, huge variety. 20 varieties of beef and chicken sticks, double smoked ham, double smoked bacon. They've got it all. And uh, we'll see you there friday it's the grilling season we're not calling it the opener if it ends up being the opener great but uh we'll be there anyway uh, friday at Grunhoffer's from noon noon to two noon to two
2: last oh. night i sampled on the grill it was the uh beer and bacon cheddar brats yeah. um just flawless it's it's so good uh, and when they're well done when they're cooked well done
3: it was just, it's perfect. And I, I like when I was out there Saturday, I got the Rook hamburger mix, which was great. We made those Saturday. Okay, where on the grill? Uh, no, didn't make them on the grill. I used Rook's recipe, okay. seared them in a pan, threw them in the, in the oven afterwards. Get yourself a grill mat, and you can throw them on the grill. <laughs> okay. Do also sell, got uh, some. Uh, Did they sell cold cans of shift? No, no and you know what?
2: <laughs> let's. let's Watch, because he'll go eat anything up there. So we got to watch Kenny on Friday <laughs> if he doesn't
0: sneak into the cooler. Must so, can, can I it raw? Get right. some
4: of those muskrat, muskrat meat meatballs, John. I have a serious question. After you made the rook burger, yeah, did you turn it into a soup?
0: No, no cheeseburger no, that's soup. That's completely, at my completely house. different. I also got some uh,
3: communist heat sweetened heat jerky. I believe it was called. Yes, oh, I just I just finished it today. So good. And then I also bought. Uh, some chicken kebabs, which I made last night on the grill that
1: Okay, I can see Joe those. is uh, trying to change gears here. He's uh, looking for a lane to get in, but before no. you do that, yeah. we uh, before you interrupted interrupt Johnny with old uh, Sammy 20 Fingers, the uh, guitar player. Oh, wow. God. Jeez. <laughs> <John> was What <laughs> a condemnation John, of America. John was smack dab in the middle of a story. No, I hadn't even
3: started it, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so funny. They, they announced it uh, was
1: just
5: hilarious.
4: The, <laughs> what the, happened? What happened?
3: More acts at the state fair that they announced. Oh, yeah, that's right. ZZ
0: Top. <laughs> Cheap Trick, right?
3: ZZ Top with special guest Cheap Trick. That'll happen August 29th, which is a. Thursday. That'd be the second Thursday. Oh, that's year, beer right? show night. Yes, and uh, they also announced rapper, uh, Grammy nominated rapper Logic, who will play the last evening. Uh, ZZ easy. Top tickets, are very reasonable. Thir- uh, between thirty nine and forty nine dollars. That's hmm. not bad. We'll let uh, tickets go on sale Saturday. Plus, yes. well, so I like cheap
4: trips. I was going to say you are a cheap
1: trip. Is there a tie in yeah, yeah.
3: between Logic and Garage Logic?
1: I Does anybody know it. anything about Logic? I,
3: my kid, I know, it, it likes Logic, so he may know something
2: about him. I don't. My don't son Matthew yesterday said Logic, he's a white rapper, and he said he's very good.
4: Oh, yeah. all
1: right. Oh, he's a
0: white rapper.
4: Plus yep. Hootie is coming
1: back. Hootie's going to be Hootie there. Hootie was up? just here.
0: Yeah, yeah he opened
4: for Garth on Saturday night. You guys he want to hear about the show? Garth. No. Oh. Let's take want a, a break. A ball story? Why don't we take <laughs> a
0: break? <laughs> <What> a town has been taken. Are you ready for a different point of view? Say, this is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I'm here, as always, to answer your questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what you should be doing with your retirement dollars. But, of course, you do have to give me a call at 952-925-5608. With much market volatility on the horizon, you're going to need some help. So give me a call at 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me. Mr. Money Talk Josh Arnold. I'm here to help you personally set your portfolio to deal with this upcoming volatility. So make a point to give me a call for a no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute review at 952-925-5608. Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment
1: Consultant, LLC. A registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.
0: Te schmate. Here's Joe Souchere. We're welcoming Sodie Cigar Store to the show. We met the guys the other day. Uh, it's this. Here's the best part, and it's going to sound oxymoronic. I'm talking about Sodie's S O D I E apostrophe S Sodie's. Uh, it's the last light before you cross the river into Wisconsin. You're, uh, you're uh, eastbound on Highway 36. Sure. You take a right at the last light, that's Cosgrove. You go down a block, and there is the brand new, best new cigar store in Minnesota. But here's the part that sounds oxymoronic. I was talking to the guys, and they they researched how to do a cigar store, and they created a smoking lounge that's separate from the store itself, okay. and then they put in the highest-tech ventilation system they could. And here's the best part, and this is the oxymoronic part. A lot of times when you go into a cigar store to buy the cigars, you don't want to be overwhelmed with cigar smoke. because you're, you're not smoking at that time. You're, you're running about your daily errands, which you want to get your cigars, and you leave there smelling like a house of fire. That doesn't happen at Sodys. You huh. walk in, and uh, the, uh, humidor, the humidor is separate from the smoking lounge. These guys have a passion and knowledge for cigars. And this is grand opening week, with the actual grand opening at 4 o'clock this coming Thursday. Uh, it's in Stillwater. It's Scott and Luke and the guys. are all cigar experts. Tell them the mayor sent you. As I said, it's located... Right off Highway 36 on Osgood Avenue, you take a right at the last light before you cross no, exactly the river. And also you can find them at sodycigar.com. And, yes, they have all the accessories, the lighters, the cutters, uh, whatever you need to enjoy a good cigar. And, you know, along with grilling season, man, it's cigar season outside right now. But you know and what, John? Uh, welcome along to those, Soty's. Along those lines, uh, when we were talking
2: to them, you don't have to be intimidated. You don't have to be intimidating if you're buying a gift for someone and you're not a cigar expert. No, they'll take care of you. A lot of people are, exactly. They'll take care of
0: you. They'll take care of you. Say, let's uh, visit the failed academy for a moment. Mm. (sighs) A mural depicting the life of Washington on the walls of George Washington High School in San Francisco may be removed following the recommendation of a working group. The San Francisco Unified School District may take down the 13-panel mural because of concerns it offends and demeans Native Americans and African Americans. (coughs) Uh, The school district convened a Reflection and Action Working Group. Would you foghorn that, please? please. A Reflection and Action Working Group. Give it Duluth, man. That was comprised of members of the local... Native American community, students, school representatives, district representatives, local artists and historians. A spokesman for the district, Laura Dudnik, told the college fix. The group met in recent months. They decided the mural traumatizes students. They decided. Yes, they did. At its conclusion, the group voted that the major and the majority recommended that the life of Washington mural be archived and removed because the mural does not represent the values of the school district. Victor Arnatov, a Russian-American painter and professor of art, helped paint the mural 83 years ago. According to uh, the Richmond District blog, the Richmond District is a neighborhood of San Francisco. The Works Progress Administration funded the project as part of the New Deal. Advocates who want to keep the mural on the wall say the recommendation by the working group ignores the artist's intention and is an effort to erase history. Historian Fergus Bordowicz wrote in the Wall Street Journal, a San Francisco mural has become the latest high-profile target of self-appointed censors who want to erase both history and art, of which they disapprove. The mural's painter, Victor Arnatov, was a protege of Diego Rivera and a communist, Bordowicz wrote. He included those images not to glorify Washington, but rather to provoke a nuanced evaluation of his legacy. Uh, sounds like Bordowich, uh, uh I don't know, It sounds like Bordowicz is opposed to it, but he calls it the latest target. Bordowicz told the College Fix, it's a deeply wrongheaded habit to project today's norms, values, and ideas backwards in time to find our ancestors inevitably falling short. Yeah, boy, that's a hell of a quote right there. Uh, well, don't they also then have to change the name of the school? It's George Washington High School. Yeah, right.
1: that's where we're headed in this country. Did they actually name the things that George Washington did? Or are they just
0: kind of alluded? Uh, no, to no. I've not seen pictures of the 13 murals. Uh, it's interesting that this no, no. painter was a protege of Diego Rivera. So was the artist whose murals are being hidden now in, this, in the St. Paul City Council Uh-oh. chambers. huh yeah. Mm-hmm. Board of which issued a statement. The activists and bureaucrats who are determined to remove or destroy an artistically suburb and historically accurate set of 1930s murals presenting the life of George Washington are guilty not only of embracing willful censorship but they are also astonishingly ignorant of the history they want to suppress. Boy, right there, too. Man. The claim that the murals somehow celebrate African-American slavery and the genocide of Native Americans is absurd. In his will, Washington freed every slave he owned and provided for them financially, and he advocated oh. an exceptionally enlightened policy toward Native tribes. I didn't know that. Yep. The artist also, by the way, presented the enslaved people and Native Americans not in any degrading or demeaning way, but as people of both strength and dignity. There's nothing wrong with Debating the meaning of our national history, but those who challenge it ought to at least get their facts right. Wow. MSNBC praises teen who protests against climate change, and she's uh, protested by skipping school for 11 weeks. Oh. Oh, really? And they're praising that. An MSNBC reporter praised a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old for protesting for government action against climate change by skipping school for 11 weeks. The students were part of a protest in New York City when MSNBC's Savannah Sellers asked them about skipping school. So I've been skipping school for 11 weeks now, and it's a sacrifice that we have to make because we are missing important things, but we realize that if we don't skip this school, we might not have a future said one of the students. What in the hell? (laughs) Sellers then asked the other student about what kind of political action she was seeking. So it kind of makes me think that in the 2020 election, I'm scared for my future. I'm scared that the politicians won't be declaring a climate emergency and won't be taking climate action, she said. That's why, because I can't personally vote. I'm uh, begging my parents uh, to vote for a candidate who wants climate action, and I want, like, I want change, like, and I hope my parents do, too. When asked exactly what they were doing to stop global climate change, one of the girls said they reduced their use of plastic and straws. Oh,
1: well, congratulations.
0: And then Sellers said, well, it's amazing that you guys are doing this, because Sellers must be just a complete airhead. All right, I can help these kids. I can help these kids. Because, kids, you're not doing enough with the plastic straws. I found somebody else to join, Pedro Luca. Who can really? lecture? Who can lecture us. He's the only one that, uh, your go-to guy. It's a guy in the UK named Mark Boyle. He hasn't turned on a light for over three years. He hasn't boiled a kettle. He hasn't done the wash in a machine. He hasn't turned on the oven or the radio. He hasn't vacuumed, cheered on his favorite football team on the TV, listened to any recorded music, sent an email, made a phone call, or updated his social media. Uh, in December 2016, he pledged to live technology-free. On his banned list was anything that requires power. Anything that requires power. Including Chef Boyardee. That was my starting point. So he shut down his computer, closed all his online accounts, canceled his credit cards, got rid of every piece of electronic equipment, and and didn't even allow himself a wind-up radio, and he, with some friends, built a cabin. Now he grows, catches, and forages his food, makes his own toothpaste from wild fennel seeds and cuttlefish bone, and uses the plant soapwort, which he grows to wash his clothes. Home is a log cabin he built himself, where he likes to while away the dark winter evenings, making love on the sheepskin rug. Uh...
1: Hey, yo. <laughs> in yeah, you're, his... you're
0: in awe of this guy. It sounds like me. Uh, he's 38, darkly bearded, uh, Wait, this handsome. This is
1: the sound of me patting myself in the back. Oh my Lord. <laughs> uh,
0: he still allows himself pen and paper. He's now written a book called "The Way Home: Tales from a Life Without Technology." Uh, there was no fixed time because he doesn't have have a clock or a watch, uh, and he he uh, he had enough of the way the world was going, so he decided to take this. Uh, he has a first class honors degree in marketing. He used to be manager of an organic food firm in Bristol. He went to, He went on exotic holidays. He had Facebook and Twitter accounts that he updated regularly. He just simply had enough of the way the world was going. The impact uh, our way of life was having industrialism wiping out. Life on Earth, oceans filled with plastic, forests failed, felled. He said, we've lost 60% of wildlife in the last 50 years. I wanted to go back to how life had been. I'd give him a we don't know that and all that. My point is, he's walking the walk. Yeah, he is. Okay, he can lecture me. These two... uh, uh, children uh, who, who uh, are, are skipping school for 11 weeks and saying, well, here's what we're doing about it. We want to go we're, to school. We're not, we're not using any straws. What were You're a- not doing anything, honey. You're making a fool out of yourself, yeah. and your parents are making yeah. uh, being made a you fool of. you and your parents are idiots. That's yeah. what I was going to go with. What were yeah.
1: the
4: ages of the kids, Joe? 12 and 13.
0: 12 and well, 13. They don't
4: know anything for themselves, so, they, yeah, their parents are idiots. But they're just allowing them to skip school for 11 weeks. What is the matter with you?
0: <laughs> What's this guy's name? Because he can lecture me.
2: It'll be about a week and a half, and they'll make that kid go back to school. I'm sick of you sitting around here.
1: Mark Boyle. You know what he sounds like, Joe? He sounds like our, the modern day, Dick Prenicke. A little he, bit. Wow. A little yeah. bit. Does he have the need for income? Is he uh, wealthy? Does he need to generate income? Does he get well taxes? He's
0: going to generate income from the book he wrote. Okay. And it sounds like he has a little stash from his life. He's 39 years old. He has a stash from his life of work. And uh, he can lecture me now. He's, yeah. he's walking the walk and talking the talk. He's it, doing it. He, he goes though. fishing, but the lake's 15 miles away. He rides his bike. He doesn't have a car. He doesn't use anything with power. Uh, and I personally think he's nuts. Right. Used Ecofund, he could have use an EcoFun pedalized. his bike? He could use a okay. bike from EcoFund, all Sure, right. the Bentelli. Uh, but he uh, he can lecture me along all with right. Pedro little. Do you
1: remember the, uh, the movie Sergeant York? Whenever there was a phone call for one of the residents, they all had to go down to the uh, local the local merchant, and take the phone call there because there's only one phone. <laughs> Joe, we got to convince this guy to go to the local uh, RX drugstore, get on the phone, and talk to us. The guy uh, sounds
0: fascinating. It, he, he does sound fascinating. Do we we, we've got to get a hold of him. I somehow. don't know how you would find him. I mean, he doesn't have a phone. The reporter that wrote the piece. Oh, it's a Daily Mail piece. I wouldn't trust Probably him. just made up. Yeah, so, so, so this could be all <laughs> right. just a
3: complete... I actually just found a piece in The Guardian that he wrote mm-hmm. that basically outlines what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to see uh, what oh. he did before. Or, uh, well, he was a marketing consultant, and oh,
0: he worked okay. in an organic food store. So he might have been off the deep end from day one in terms <laughs> of uh, fearing for his life and fearing for the planet, but to his credit, he's doing something about it. You two kids missing school and thinking you're accomplishing something, you haven't done a damn thing. And what are the uh, the previous story you had to that was the removal of G- George
1: Washington and the murals mm-hmm. related to him? What what are they proving? And what are they going to get done? The mural removers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in both of those last two stories you did, they think they're doing good, and they're doing the opposite. No, not.
2: Well, Saint, the city of Saint Paul is doing very uh, very good work right now. I'm I'm being sent this by a mole from the Connect the Dots file. Saint Paul is having a sister city relationship with Mogadishu. Oh. At the same time, there is a travel ban to, wait for it, mm-hmm. Somalia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're putting up proposals to get a sister city with Mogadishu, and there's a travel ban to uh, uh, Somalia. Thank you, wow. Mr. Mole.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what they're working on at the city of St. Paul right now. The well, the other thing they're church. working
0: on is the green plan. That ah. was the headline in today's Pioneer Press that uh, uh, our mayor, Melvin Carter, uh, intends to have the city completely carbon-free by 2050. <laughs> oh, oh, sure.
2: Uh, let me just... Um.
0: Uh, we don't know. And, that. The, and, and, in, and in the salon... the Sounds uh, great. In the salon, they're getting more and more blatant about what they're really up to. They want to disabuse people of any car use. They want to restrict parking. They want higher-density living. Uh, they want to create uh, hell. Oh, they yeah. want to create hell on yeah. Earth. Uh, so back to these two wow.
4: kids skipping school The quote in there that got me was We need our politicians to blah blah, blah blah Take climate action Are yeah. they not paying attention? They're only half, 12 and 13 Well no but half of the politicians That's all they're worried about right, right. now yeah. is, is this nonsense No you have to forgive the kids The kids don't
1: the, 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 Whatever yeah, God, mom really and dad dad stupid parents. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay but in six years These k- dumb kids are going to be voters
0: Yeah mm-hmm. well
4: there you go There's a scary Well
0: I, I'm telling you something uh, they can take a lesson from uh, our friend now in England who's who's living up to it, and he's allowed to lecture me. Mark Coyle. Mark Coyle. Or Boyle. Doyle's Doyle. the, uh, uh, Doyle. 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 the Doyle. 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 I'm, uncle. Boyle. That's, Boyle. That's right. Boyle. I'm uncle Mark's Boyle. Boyle. Story. Sorry. Mark Boyle. Foiled. <laughs> I'll keep that. He joins Murga Pedro Trulli. Luca on the bulletin board. I'll keep that aside here. Why don't we take a break and be back in just uh, two shakes of a lamb's tail.
1: Towsley is inviting you to stop by on Saturday, May 18th for the annual open house with games and prizes, demo rides, food, and a whole lot more. It's going to be a great day for the family with fun for all ages. Towsley's proud to be the go-to motorsports shop in the greater White Bear Lake area, and they'd love to show you all of the exciting vehicles they have lined up for summer. Stop into Towsley Motorsports in White Bear Lake on Saturday, May 18th for the Texas barbecue and get great deals on great machines. Towsley Motorsports carries a vast selection of new and pre-owned ATVs, side-by-side snowmobiles, motorcycles, scooters, and personal watercraft. some new stuff
4: from uh, working on
1: uh, a of, here. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Hey, just with all the dream. bad
0: news in the world, don't forget Mother's Day is Sunday. Get to RF Molar Jeweler. They'll take care of you, help you get the right gift. Get your mom or the woman in your life. Uh, get her something that lasts longer than the, that egg dish at the brunch. Okay. <laughs> huh? They'll help you at Molar. Say, man... A Jewish congressman is calling for a criminal investigation into the Muslim American society after the group posted a video from an Islamic center in Philadelphia showing children saying, we will chop off their heads for Allah and the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Representative Lee Zeldin, a Republican from New York, appearing on Fox and Friends Monday, called the video deeply disturbing, dangerous, and infuriating To see U.S. children being radicalized on U.S. soil, the Middle East Media Research Institute, a watchdog group who translated the video and alerted Fox News Friday, said it is not an isolated incident. Reavers and I watched the video. And it doesn't do any good to play the audio of the kids because uh, it's all uh, covered with uh, what do you call those things? Captions. Captions. No, uh, what were the silent moves? Sometimes. Uh, The Muslim American Society did did respond to Fox News on Friday. But in a statement Saturday, the group said the April 17 video was unfortunately uploaded to the Philadelphia's chapter page without verifying the content and making sure it conforms to our hate free policy. They added that the person behind the video has been dismissed, claiming the space was rented to an outside group. The group announced plans for sensitivity training. Sounds to me like they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Not all songs were properly vetted. This was an unintended mistake with an oversight in which the center and the students are remorseful. The Muslim American Society will conduct an internal investigation to ensure this does not occur again. Uh, why did it take—why wouldn't everyone be upset about this? Why did, it, why did it take a Jewish Republican to be upset about this? He's an Army veteran. Uh, He said the response by that group is even more infuriating, especially given the group's alleged connection to the Muslim Brotherhood. It indicates that maybe they aren't outraged at the fact that they are radicalizing and indoctrinating their own kids. It's that maybe they're upset they exposed themselves by posting the video onto their Facebook account, Zeldin said. He said it's unacceptable that they're investigating themselves. They had children talking about chopping off heads, liberating Al-Aqsa Mosque. He said, the message is that one you play and have these kids talk about unintended, that's unacceptable and obviously unbelievable. The video showing children wearing Palestinian scarves and reading uh, radical Islamic terrorism-themed poetry uh, comes at a time when the Anti-Defamation League reports there were 1,879 anti-Semitic incidents last year in the U.S., with a spike of 13% uh, worldwide. That's in Philadelphia. That's in this country, man. And I I don't know why why that should be. Are you ever going to hear about this anywhere else? I mean, is CNN going to do this? Is the New York Times? Of course and, not. Uh, isn't that essentially a very disturbing uh, story? Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. very.
2: Which would which should require
0: uh, more coverage. I don't believe one word from the people speaking for the group. And and see, when we watched
4: the video earlier today, Joe, the the immediate, because that was the first I had seen it, the the immediate reaction I had was because the kids are not, they're they're speaking a different language, Mm -hmm. and we were seeing subtitles that that group would find a way to spin that, well, the message that that you perceived was lost in translation. Which in turn had me
1: wondering how, in fact, would the media, if they picked it up, treat it?
0: You know what I mean? Right, I, right. I, th- I think you're getting your answer. The answer is you're not hearing it. They're not, not going to cover it. it. That's your answer.
3: Local mm. uh, newspaper there covered it. Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, philly.com, yep. Philadelphia Inquirer. Yep. Uh, CBS Philly. Yep. Looks like. Okay. Covered it. Good. So there's a couple at least. Yep. In what light? How did they cover it? Uh, pretty much the way Joe just did. Okay. The, for the CBS anyway.
4: Do you think it's not being covered because of fear? they're worried about retaliation in some way i i i
0: uh, it's it's not being covered because uh uh reporting is not what it used to be let's just leave it at that you don't think it's something more nefarious than that I of see, course i Kenny. do but i don't i don't know i, I just think that uh, there are probably people in the news gathering industry who uh are not uh not disturbed by this I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah, we, I mean, we have Congresswomen who uh, are pretty much not disturbed by stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of whom, Ilan Omar, she defends the socialist dictatorship in Venezuela, and she's blaming the U.S. Yeah. for the chaos. <laughs> oh
3: my of course, God, it's, it's her America's fault, fault that
0: Venezuela is falling apart. She says. Yeah.
3: <sighs> wow. The guy is starving
1: children to death. I'm telling you, she not only she she just flat out hates it here.
0: The, here is your latest Ilhan Omar report Thank you. on Garage Logic. Representative Ilhan Omar put the blame of the failures of the socialist dictatorship in Venezuela squarely on the shoulders of the United States in an interview last Wednesday. Uh, Congress member Ilhan Omar asked PBS anchor uh, Amy Goodman, if you can comment what's taking place right now in Venezuela, the U.S.-supported coup attempt against President Maduro. See, so even even the PBS uh, anchor woman, Amy Goodman, considers that a coup attempt against Maduro, the strongman, the dictator, the thug. A lot of the policies that we have put in place, this has helped lead the devastation of Venezuela, said Omar. And we set the stage for what we're arriving at today, this particular bullying and the use of sanctions to eventually intervene and make a regime change. It really does not help the people of countries like Venezuela, and it certainly does not help. It's not in the interest of the United States. Uh, decency has always been in the interest of the United States. Yes. I thought so. Yeah. Uh, the Muslim member of Congress is one of the few Democrats who are speaking out against the U.S. efforts to recognize Juan Guaido as the Democratic and Constitutional Interim President in Venezuela. Omar and others instead support the socialist dictatorship of Maduro, who has been using violence to stop down protesters.
5: Mm, there's no medicine. Plan.
0: There's no food. There's no water. This was once one of the richest countries in the continent. Unbelievable. In the hemisphere. While most put the blame of the terrible living conditions in Venezuela on the failure of the socialist dictatorship, some like Omar are instead blaming the United States. Uh, (laughs) That requires me to have a pleasant thought. Does she back that up with facts? No. Just her rhetoric. You had people protesting in New York over the weekend at the Venezuelan embassy demanding... uh, that Maduro be left alone. I'm, I'm not sure. Minutes. I'm not sure the left is entirely. I don't think they know what their the, no, the right don't. hand, left hands are doing. They have a bad game plan. They got a bad game plan. <laughs> yeah. I said it made me think of something pleasant: Lake Free swimming beach. You know, it's uh, May sixth already. We've had a couple of nice days, but you know what's shaping up to be a short summer season. A short summer don't swimming say season. That. No, no, yeah, that's no, not, that's no. Not, no, yeah, no,
1: yeah. no, no, you're not allowed. You're
0: not get allowed. Get your
2: aquaside pellets now. Go to so aquaside, get, get your
0: pellets, throw them on the what beach hell? there, and boom, the kids are never going to complain. These uh, pellets are registered with the EPA and DNR. Their yes. products are completely safe for your family, so you don't <laughs> need to let weeds. Overtake your lake or pond this summer. They've been helping people keep their lake shores clean for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products. And uh, they'll help you. They'll, they'll identify your problem and they'll suggest what you need. They're local. So, you know, bring them to your lakeshore. You can call Aquaside at 1 800 328 9350. That's 1 800 328 9350. Or go to aquaside.com. The best lawn
1: you've ever had is a simple click away at professionalturf dot com. That tired, patchy, disease-riddled disaster of a lawn you've been fighting for years. It'll be transformed into a thick, luscious carpet of green. ProfessionalTurf.com, they've been at it since the earliest of the 80s, and they're going to come out to your place, give you a free lawn care estimate, and then set you up with a three- to five-step program that will have you with the best lawn in the block from now until late fall. ProfessionalTurf.com.
0: Truth, Justice, and the Suit Hey, before we get to Johnny, uh, another great note from uh, Frequent Contributor uh, David Downing. We were talking last week about, uh, uh, well, Reeves, Rook, and I were. You guys weren't here. We were talking about what it would be like to accumulate your lifetime cylinder index, if you could go all the way back.
1: Oh, Uh, man. And
0: uh, Downing said you'd, you'd call it your CV. If CV sounds familiar, it's because it's short for Curriculum Vitae which is a fancy latin term that members of the failed academy use for their resumes. It translates roughly as the course of life with vitae being latin for life. Therefore, CV, short for cylinder vitae, is the perfect term to describe a lifetime accounting of cylinders. Huh. Do you think I'm you can do it? it. Can, uh, you, can you remember all the cylinders you've ever owned? That's the tough part. Rook can I says. think I can. Yeah. Well, you I think I can probably. run down that list,
2: yeah. yeah.
4: I still want every make and model though for me and Rook. You I know, think the I've, got, <laughs> I've got the motorcycles and snowmobiles written down. I do, too. The
1: cars, I think I could remember. I've got those written down. But it's <laughs> all the, the little stuff, Joe.
0: The weed Boats, whippers. The mowers, mowers, Outboard motors. Tractors. Weed whips. All
1: those things that you own for a while and traded. Gasoline-powered
0: uh, blowers. <laughs> oh.
1: <My> tree trimmers. <laughs>
2: Got them all. Yeah. What do you
1: think the number would be, Sue? Oh, man. 1,000. 12? Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> I 12? I think I'd be under 200. Oh, no man. No, babe. you'd be over 200. You You're old so? enough to be over 200. Kenny, your yeah.
4: snowmobiles, I bet, yeah. over your lifespan are 200. Oh, man. And cars. I don't 200. even know how many yeah. cylinders I have on the shelf right now.
1: Yeah. I bet you I've got 20 on the shelf. Well, you should know your cylinder index. Oh, Suge. Here's Johnny Height. Brought to you it's by also, Professionalturf.com.
4: It's
2: also a list that you probably should not leave sitting on the counter in case she encounters it and oh. says, Oh, I didn't know you had no, uh, All
0: of that stuff would automatically fall under the 48-hour rule because it was...
2: Hello? Hi. Hi, this is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name How and message and I'll get back to
0: oh, you. That's not me. <laughs>
4: That'd be your mayor. I have no idea who that is. Paul from uh, Jim's Plumbing. I don't think is. I'll start reading some yeah. some stuff here. I'm sorry, that was on volume. I was very disappointed you didn't go with the aluminum siding. That's track.
2: your ring.
0: I'm very
4: that's, proud of
2: the that's, ring. That's, it's that's old, my ring, too. It's an old-fashioned
0: telephone. That's what yeah, I, it's supposed to be. I understand
2: that. I'm not that... I, What's I, I, yours? i around.
0: butterfly song about Les Miz or something? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, always, on, it's, it's right. always on
2: mute, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's right.
1: I, uh, it's unicorn singing to
3: butterflies
1: <laughs> sitting on a rainbow. You, you, you
3: listen? <laughs> You've told us for years that Rook never gets back to you. I called Rook, oh. left him a message. I sent him a text on Saturday. Yeah, he's the he the worst. got back to me six hours later. He's the worst? Six hours later. You guys yeah, the worst is uh,
0: the worst is a kid I know in Chicago, uh, and I'll text him. saw uh, saw a Ferrari today. Five weeks later, what color? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, <laughs> what color was it?
0: Red. Really? No.
3: <laughs> the Timberwolves introduced the team's new president of basketball operations at a press conference Monday. The team officially announcing last week that Houston Rockets executive Gerson Rosas had been hired for the job, which had been vacant since they parted ways with Tom Thibodeau in January. The 40-year-old Rosas spent 17 years with the Rockets, including the last seven, as Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations. Uh, He did uh, discuss Ryan Saunders and GM Scott Layden on their status. He said, quote, I'm doing my due diligence. I think Ryan and Scott have done a commendable job. That's a major objective we want to address sooner rather than later, which sounds to me like they're both gone. Howling wolves. Get it? Howling Howling wolves. I I didn't get it. Thank you. Uh, motorists should be alert beginning monday may 20th uh kenny perhaps you can help me with this one for construction crews installing delineator posts that are part of a safety improvement project in south central minnesota you know what those are well no? to
0: to delineate means to uh to draw a distinction They're well they're
1: they're going to put six thousand of them up oh yeah. they're probably the uh, i call it the catch fence they're probably the posts that the median barrier, uh, the center median barrier catch, okay, no? No,
3: nope, they're actually designed, uh, they're going to be put on unlightened four-lane rural highways. Hmm. Oh, they're those be, things. Yeah, about a tenth of a mile apart. So if
1: you knew what the answer was, why did you make me look like a jackass? Yeah, John. Uh, Mr. Just President, because it's so wa- easy.
3: wanted you to take <laughs> part. Yeah. Kenny. Oh. Mr. President, <laughs> a delineator post.
2: Delineator post is to make dark, to like de-illuminate as he no. said, oh, no, no. Put,
1: no. light, there won't be Mr. lights there, Mr. so President. they will de-illuminate know it, know. the delineator. It's delineator,
0: sir. Yes, President,
1: did. what's an articulating bus? Uh, a bus that's full of
2: art.
5: <laughs> I have
1: pictures,
2: <laughs> and it, uh, it's all over it. I'll give a you a hint.
1: Beauty. You would call it a bendy bus.
2: Bendy bus, that's the one that has like the accordion thing. <laughs> you can play, it's, it goes back and forth. Like a squeeze box. Like a squeeze box, yeah, but it's a bus.
1: So you don't get any rest because you're playing all night. No, because I'm driving. And the music's So I have right. to worry
2: about when I turn left that that thing, like that Caterpillar thing, doesn't go over and, and knock somebody over.
1: Mr. President, you ever found it interesting that Pete Townsend sang all the biggest hits of The Who, even though they had a hired gun as a front... Uh, a, uh, a front uh, singer.
2: Is he the guy that did that windmill thing, where it went all the way over his his hand? Very impressive.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah, this sounds like a. Daddy gets it home, he getting no rest.
1: But and is just, just is playing all night, Here's the president.
2: he has got a squeeze box and he never takes a right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah something
4: like that. I can tell you the exact
1: time every single day that a certain radio station up north
3: plays that song. Every day, same time. Same playlist. Squeeze box. (laughs) Hundreds of former Justice Department officials said in an open letter released Monday that President Trump would be facing multiple felony charges stemming from the Russian investigation if... He weren't president. The letter posted online by Justice Department alumni who served under presidents from both parties said the report from Special Counsel Robert Mueller contained repeated instances of the president committing obstruction of justice and he would be charged if he wasn't protected as president by an opinion from the Justice Department's office of the legal counsel. That Mueller did cite in his report. Letters signed by officials from a wide range of backgrounds, including former U.S. attorneys and other top officials from both parties, the Washington Post, which previously reported on the letter, said signatories to the letter included officials whose time in government included every administration back to President Dwight Eisenhower. That had to be an older, uh, wow. older mm-hmm. person at that point yeah. there. Dots Homestyle pretzels. We love those. Those are fabulous. Uh, they're expanding a bit. Uh, they uh, were born in North Dakota. They're the really good pretzels. And now they're going to make the Mr. Dot Bar Three flavors. Uh, I've never heard of the either of these. Uh, they're Don's pretzels, very
2: buttery. They were dropped off here. That was that bag of pretzels that was dropped off that we went through in about thirty
1: they're seconds. Really good. Really Are you sure. just saying that because they're from Nodak? No, they're. That's they're, the only reason he's doing this. Of story.
0: course it is. Yeah. No,
3: they're what. Joe, have you heard another. of them? Yeah, of, we we've had them here. here, Joe. Loved fantastic.
0: Oh. Uh, I just had another uh, Trump thought. Yeah. You heard the old line. It's, a, it's, a, it's in the field of psychiatry, this is often used. You have two kids in a family, two brothers. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, they come down on Christmas morning, and there's just a huge box of poop there. Oh, boy. oh. Okay. And the one brother just shakes his head and says, so That's typical. But the other brother comes down and says, Man, with this much poop, there's got to be a pony somewhere. And it, it, it strikes me that Trump's that the brother who would have said, with this much poop, I'm going to find a pony. There's a pony There's somewhere. There's a pony somewhere.
3: This uh, cup isn't half empty, it's half full. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not a rube. <laughs> well, anyway, maybe uh, Dots uh, Dots are going to have... Smart t- in school, dumb on the bus. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Three flavors of No, see you're <laughs> missing
0: the point of it. He's he's surrounded by poop now and and the whole country is. Yeah. And, but yeah. he he seems to be the guy who keeps thinking there's a pony somewhere. A magical pony with a, with a <laughs> horn, <laughs> with a, a, some
1: sort of digestive. No, no. Uh, yeah, it's full rainbows. <laughs> yeah. Rainbows. Yeah, oh, yeah. never uh,
2: mind. It
0: didn't work.
1: <laughs> <it very> Unicornious. <laughs> <laughs> Why that? There's, there's unicorn the, uh, poop. I know it's here somewhere. <laughs>
0: Manure dots. If only you did the current president. Oh my god! I'm not into guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Elizabeth, I'm coming to join oh, you, honey. honey. Oh, oh, i am seen with
3: Cauchetty. Oh, I'm having one. Cauchetty's heart is going. Oh, now I hope you're happy. Oh, I'm going to join you. Oh, you just
1: oh you just God. hit a home run, Mr. President. <laughs> Pat myself on the <laughs> back.
3: You think those Three, delineating uh, posts will uh, help motorcyclists? Well, they should help you see where the road is at night. That's that's what a lot of
0: bikers need. That and the help of Dennis Kirk, DennisKirk.com, a Minnesota based worldwide retailer of parts, accessories, and apparel for avid bikers. It doesn't make any difference what you ride Harley, cruiser, sport bike, dirt bike, scooter, any other type of motorcycle. They have what you need. They have more than 160,000 products in stock ready to ship today. $89 orders ship free. And DennisKirk.com will pay return shipping on helmet and apparel products. But here's the best part. You order by 8 o'clock today, you're going to get it tomorrow. The biking season is upon us. Don't forget our friends at DennisKirk.com.
3: Singer Diana Ross said she felt violated during a pat-down search by a security checkpoint agent at a New Orleans airport over the weekend. In a series of tweets on Sunday, Ross briefly described an encounter she had with a female TSA agent at Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport, saying it was over the top it made her want to cry. As she tweeted, "Okay, This is so Diana Ross speaking. Yeah. I okay. bet she was pretty precious during this. This is
1: uh, what they call up at my talk, Hollywood Speak, and I can break this down for you when you're done. Finish okay. the story first. I'll tell you what she's really saying.
3: She tweeted, okay, so on one hand, I'm treated like royalty in New Orleans, and at the airport, I was treated like bleep. Right there. That's your answer right there. She's upset because she wasn't
1: recognized and ushered through quickly like the big giant celebrity she
3: was 40 years ago. Right. The tweet said, it's not what was done, but how? I'm feeling violated. I still feel her uh-huh. hands between my legs, front and back. Whoa. Wow. Really mixed emotions. Spokesperson for TSA said it reviewed video of Ross's screening process, found the agents followed all protocols. The agency did say, though... TSA will continue to investigate. We encourage Ms. Ross to reach out to TSA so we can further explain our procedures designed to protect travelers from a. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I just pulled an up north yeah. thing. Yeah, no, take yeah, and no. go. Or no? No? Uh, no, she's upset
3: that she was treated the same way the rest of us are treated she, because you know, she is better than us. In concert, she's going to have to change one of her songs. You know? What is it going to be? Oh, I don't get it. What? It's going to be at the airport. Don't touch me in the morning. <laughs> Yuck.
1: Stop playing why Stop playing that song. Why?
3: Touch that, me in the morning. Bring yeah.
1: back that soldier.
3: <laughs> yeah. 20 fingers? Johnny 20
1: fingers. Sammy Johnny. 20 fingers. Yeah.
3: Dina, the famous, uh, from the famous Nevada legal brothel Sherry's Ranch, revealed to the Daily Star online they're having a boom of what she calls late bloomers. Oh, no. Oh, my yeah. God. You think, they, you Shut think they're, si- Kenny's mic they're, they're sitting in the window going,
1: oh, no, you have to take. No, no, no. I, I, listen, I've been here for 10
3: years oh. doing this four times. Yeah. There's no way. Sherry's oh. Oh, no. Ranch is believed to be the largest establishment they're of its kind in, in world. Their ah. <laughs> the, not Hospital beds. This came up from Harlingen. <laughs> this one bought two orderlies. Well, with. don't they got seniority oh, rules? the <laughs> The brothel styles itself as luxurious rest with a bar, spa, pool, and a full range of services on the, quote, sex menu.
4: The bathing beauties, yes. Do, do they
3: know? have those electrical devices that shock
1: people's hearts back into running the paddles, you know? Yeah, they yeah. Do. They're not They're that Claire! We're, we're not Bump. talking old people
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I've noticed more adult virgins than ever coming really? to Sherry's so that they can lose their virginity to a prostitute. Where is this place? Nevada. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and learning- Joe, you have kids. Ass- It's statistically impossible You have kids. It just seems like you are. Dina says, well, I'm not sure if these late bloomers are visiting us because they have immersed in video games and virtual worlds. It does seem to make sense, though. Millennials who reached young adulthood in the 21st century have been claimed to be having less sex. The General Social Survey revealed the share of men under 30 who aren't having sex has tripled in the past decade. Men under 30 who said they hadn't had sex in the past year has increased to 28%. They're all standing in line to go to an Avengers movie. Uh, various theories have been given, including young men living online, living at home, video games, Netflix, <laughs> watching porn instead of actually having sex. Uh, you know the other problem, I think? Well, yeah. it's young men falling in love with the hookers, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't hit
1: those notes. Yeah. Suge, give us-
3: Somebody can't hit those notes? Roxanne!
5: <laughs> Turn on your bad light! Oh.
3: I, got no I, don't shot. Think, I don't think any of us can hit those got notes with no, no shot. No shot. Yeah. Uh, two Texas men who've been acquaintances for years realized, because of DNA tests, they're biological brothers. 37-year-old Walter Gordy and 36-year-old Mark Tolson introduced through a mutual friend. they exchanged phone numbers but didn't have a super close relationship. That all changed, though, when they found out they had the same dad. And it's not in the way you think.
4: Okay. Um, was,
3: uh, uh, what? Explain yourself. There's only one way. Well, he did the 23 uh, and me thing and found out uh, eventually they connected, that they were brothers. Uh, and it was because apparently some fella uh, had donated. So it was artificial insemination for both moms. Why is
0: this show going so long today? <laughs> it's 140. Does it seem like it's going long? It's yes. long. That's a long show. One more story and it better not be that one. Okay, let's maybe we just have a town
2: ball story. Yeah, who
0: takes another guy's phone number and then? So, well, they were
2: friends. We yeah. lost a tough one yesterday, Roger. Yeah, Kenny, yeah, I, I have your Sunday. phone number, yeah.
3: Union Hill, was and a I, bad appreci- game. I, I appreciate. I appreciate that you don't call me.
2: Maybe I'll reach for The music. Let's see.
3: Oh, here, here. Let's do this one. We should do this one. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Oh yeah, they're oh, yeah. a kid. His marriage last year brought historic change to Britain's royal family. Welcomed their son today. Yes, the first interracial baby in the monarchy's recent history. The newborn, how are his teeth? The newborn is seventh in line to the British throne behind his father, Prince Harry. It's not clear whether the child will get a royal title like those bestowed on the three children of Prince William.
0: Earl of Swivel.
3: The Duke and Duchess, better known as Prince Harry, of course, and Meghan Markle have shaken up the royal family in a number of ways. Their wedding last May featuring a gospel choir, freestyling African-American preacher, and a gaggle of Hollywood celebrities. Congratulations to that.
0: I don't trust that Meghan Markle as far as I can throw her. Oh, you think she has a wandering eye? There's a difference between being a royal and being a celebrity. (laughs) Important. I don't don't think she's royal material. Are you just parroting what you're hearing around your house? No, no. I think I live in a house where they probably love Meghan Markle. Okay. I just. uh, I, I hold out my suspicions. You have strong royal family feelings. You've always loved. Look, the yeah. game they play is so great. I love uh-huh. it. You know, the, the guy so, guys come out of the hospital and say all. You know, he's got. To, he gets paid to do this. It's fantastic.
1: This doesn't surprise me, coming from a guy that has pictures
4: of lilac bushes on his phone. <laughs> Ew. Right there, I can <laughs> confirm the child's name is not Palace. Can confirms. confirm that. right. That's, That's right. confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my bright moments. When All right. We if you're going to hit that button, I want to one more
1: time uh, give a special thanks to both DK Mags. Their, oh, yes. Uh, their schedule is starting tomorrow. They're joining us officially today. And Towsley Motorsports. They've been around forever, uh, and they're, uh, nice. they're a big deal in this Twin Cities, and we thank them uh, for finding us. Yeah, and
4: we got to meet Emily. She came in studio. Exactly.
2: And if you'd like to be an advertiser on this podcast, we'd welcome you to get in touch with us. If you want to listen to some of the old podcasts, you can go to garagelogic.com. They're listed there. And if you would like to rate us,
1: how would you rate us today, Kenny? Uh, we had a pretty good one. Right. We had a pretty good one, but I'm actually more uh, concerned about what happened yesterday on the family round chat. How funny
2: you should ask. A table talk the with table rookies' Rock. family. New release at five thirty a.m. this morning. It was uh, we tackled the issues and nobody cried. Table Talk with Rookie's Family, the sister podcast of Garage Logic. Ah, I only bring it up so I can see Such get so upset. I'm not upset. Check out our flagship website, garagelogic.com, for everything and all Garage Logic podcast versions.